This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 7th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. FSA offices get grace on loan delays. More farmers talking carbon. And another HPAI outbreak ahead. Schumer. Democrats will work in good faith. The Senate is back in session after the August recess, and there's a full slate of committee activity today. The biggest item on lawmakers' to-do list is to keep the government from shutting down October 1 when the new fiscal year starts. That means passing a continuing resolution by September 30. There are reports Democrats may try to include a bill that would guarantee the legality of same-sex marriage nationwide, but Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York gave no indication of that plan yesterday. The CR, quote, needs to be bipartisan, he said. Democrats are going to work in good faith to avoid even a hint of a shutdown, and it is my expectation that our Republican colleagues will do the same. By the way, that CR is likely to include a provision extending the authority for mandatory livestock price reporting. Senators advocating for reforms in cattle marketing also have been pushing Schumer to put a pair of bills on the floor this month that came out of the Ag Committee in June. It is unclear whether the bills have the necessary 60 votes to pass the Senate. In the meantime today, the Senate Finance Committee should easily approve Doug McCallop's nomination to be Chief Agricultural Trade Negotiator. The Senate and Environment and Public Works Committee has a hearing on whether the EPA should be permanently banned from regulating greenhouse gas emissions from uh, livestock operations. A House committee has an online hearing today on child farm workers. USDA cautions local offices on loan goals. U.S. Department of Agriculture is warning its state executives against grading down county offices for falling behind on their loan business. In a memo to state offices, USDA's Farm Service Agency says loan making and loan servicing may be have been delayed because of the pandemic and the work required in implementing provisions of the 2021 American Rescue Plan. Service offices that met goals should be recognized for showing initiative and an ability to perform above and beyond despite these conditions. Conversely, service offices that did not meet goals should not be held strictly accountable for performance related to that FY22 goal, the memo says. Will trust-led UK be even more keen on trade deal? The United Kingdom has been eager to negotiate a free trade agreement with the U.S. ever since it exited the European Union. But the British may be even more inclined to reach a pact now that Liz Truss has been promoted to Prime Minister. Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley told reporters yesterday that Truss, formerly the U.K.'s top trade official, visited his office twice in support of a trade agreement. So I expect that she ought to be pushing for that very much, Grassley said. The U.S. began trade talks with the U.K. in the last year of the Trump administration, and the two sides eventually completed five rounds of negotiations. The talks were idled after the election and have not resumed. Now take note, 
Trust talk with President Joe Biden on Tuesday, but the White House readout of the conversation did not mention trade. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. More farmers reporting carbon payment offers. About 9% of farmers now say they have talked to companies about carbon payments. That according to the latest Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer. That's by far and away the highest percentage of farmers surveyed by Purdue that report being involved in carbon discussions, the surveyors say. The monthly survey has included questions about carbon markets for the past two years. In previous surveys, 2% to 6% of producers reported talking to companies about carbon payments. The payments farmers are being offered remain relatively small. Three-fourths of the farmers who have talked to companies say they were offered less than $20 a metric ton of carbon. Now keep in mind, only 1% of farmers say they have signed a carbon contract suggesting that payment rates offered to other farmers remain too low, surveyors say. By the way, the Purdue CME barometer indicates farmer sentiment rose in August amid a rally in corn and soybean prices. Effects of highly pathogenic avian influenza may linger, economist warns. Highly pathogenic avian influenza may have subsided in the U.S. poultry flocks this summer, but a Cobank report warns it could strike again this fall with devastating consequences for the industry. The report, written by Cobank economist Brian Ernest, said last year's outbreak led to the depopulation of at least 7.5% of the turkeys and 10% of the egg-laying chickens in U.S. commercial flocks. High labor and feed costs will slow producers down as they try to build flocks back up to previous sizes, which will mean a smaller national inventory and higher prices in the near term, Ernest said. Now keep in mind, poultry producers' earnings are higher this year as a result of the sharp price increase for eggs and chicken that due to the outbreak. Revenue from broilers is forecast up 48% this year, adjusted for inflation, while egg receipts are expected to be 67% higher. Ukraine farmers are being killed clearing explosives. With the help of Italy, the UK and other countries, Ukraine is trying to remove deadly mines and other unexploded Russian devices. But for now, the focus is on clearing densely populated areas. That means that farmers are often being killed as they plant their crops, according to Ukrainian Deputy Ag Minister Markion Mitrovich. The ministry says there are roughly 25,000 square meters of farmland contaminated with explosives. The news that agrarians died while cultivating their land is very painful, said Mitrovich. 
Western lawmakers urge Vilsack and Holland to mobilize additional firefighters. Twenty-seven members of Congress from Western states have sent a letter to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and Interior Secretary Deb Holland asking them to begin activating additional employees in preparation for worsening fire conditions. U.S. Forest Service and the Department of the Interior have the capacity to call on 13,000 surge employees who can help the department's 15,000 federal firefighters during intense periods. Here's today's He Said It. Listen, the problem isn't the nominee. The problem is the White House not even wanting to use the words free trade. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa stressing that he objects to the administration's trade policy not to nominee Doug McAuliffe, who Grassley says is well qualified. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 7th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.